0: Most of the time when I post a video, it's not going to do well, but every now and then one video will just go crazy. And it's that one video that ends up growing the account. Most of the things that you share are not going to work. It's just not going to work. Hey, welcome to the Teff Podcast. I'm your host and captain, Iman. Founder of Taf. This is the podcast where we talk about life, business, motivation and big ideas. This week we're going to be talking about social media and why I'm doing any of this There's one thing. I think it's a big deal because it social media is the primary way people get their information these days and it shapes the way we think, shapes our culture, it shapes our lives more than we know and if we can help people enter this space so they can have their own effect in society instead of just relying on the big players i think that's a net positive for everybody so my goal with teff and the software that i create is to help people enter this space and build brands so that we can displace the establishment i think TV shows, movies, news networks, and conventional entertainment will eventually become extinct. It doesn't make any sense for them to exist anymore, honestly. Like, the quality that they produce is pretty crap. It's high production quality, but the content is pretty meh, I would say. And there's a lot of money backing it. And if we can use technology and software to lower the barrier to entry into becoming into... Entering these spaces then more people can get into it more people can make livings off of this separate and and apart from The players who've always given the permission to enter these spaces and that's what I'm doing here And so part of learning this space is actually growing accounts on social media I do a podcast with my brother where we talk about random crazy ideas It's basically just a homies podcast, but i've learned all the issues that come with growing a podcast and how hard it is and how much money and time and effort is spent just trying to grow a podcast. Because with podcasting, there is no built-in distribution. There's no algorithm that can push your feed. There's no algorithm that's going to share your stuff. It's just a RSS feed that anyone can have access to, but no one will help you or assist you in growing. And that's the challenge, at least with podcasting. And that's one of the things I've had to do with that is enter social media. I'm not a fan of social media generally. It's just not something that vibes with my personality, but it is something that I had to do in order to grow the podcast audience. And it's worked. Literally, the metrics show it every time I post a promo of a podcast episode. it Listenership spikes. That's, that's just how it works. But even then, like you're only limited to the audience that you have on social media. And so the the goal is to grow your audience on social media so that then you can promote the main content that you have. It's, the main motivation for me is just a way to give people something that isn't so serious, to help them open up and think about new ideas, but at the same time also shape culture because a lot of the stuff that we see these days is highly censored, highly milk toast and boring. Most of the people who make that kind of content are unwilling to say the things that we all think, but, are, but aren't but are willing to say out loud. On the podcast, it's basically a free-for-all, uncensored. We go raw and hard with everything. And the way, the kind of conversations you would have with your friends. So that was the goal behind it. And it's me and my brother, and we usually invite a guest. And it's a pretty cool and interesting conversation. And ideas can go all over the place. But really, the main motive is just to spread a little interest, interesting ideas and fun conversations that you're not going to hear anywhere else. So that's what I've been doing and part of that journey was learning social media. And what I've learned, I've learned a lot of things by trying to grow a social account on, on multiple platforms. Specifically, the ones I have moderate success with are TikTok and Instagram. I'm still trying to figure out. Had a little success with YouTube, but not really. Still, subscriber count's pretty low. Don't have any also experimenting with LinkedIn, Twitter, which I'm pretty weak at. And there's one other one, Um, Facebook, Facebook, I'm pretty weak at too. So there's still a lot to learn. But there are a lot of important lessons that I've learned so far. One, it's crazy how the most supportive people of the stuff you share online are not going to be family. They're not going to be your brothers, your sisters. They're not going to be your mom or dad. They're not going to be your friends. They're not going to be maybe not even a spouse. It's going to be strangers. It's going to be strangers on the Internet. It's a crazy thing. The world we live in these days where (laughs) your tribe are people you haven't even met. Your tribe are and the people who fuck with your shit are going to be strangers across the world. And I think that's the beauty of building communities online. Like, this is not something that would have been possible years ago. The internet has unlocked the ability to resonate with people all over the world. Generally, in the past, you were locked in to the people around you. The reason why you're friends with your friends is because of proximity. They were just around. Naturally, the likelihood of people around you being the kind of people who you fuck with, who resonate with the kind of stuff that you do or like, is pretty low. Pretty low. And so you've accepted some commonalities with some things that you guys don't have in common. But what if there were people around you who were on the same wavelength as you on pretty much everything, which I guess for most people is not much of a problem because I would think I would say most people are typical in the way that they think. My theory is like 90 percent of people are just letting life happen to them and they'll believe whatever they're told. They'll believe whatever they see. And they don't question anything around them, which is a fine way of being. It's a far peaceful life, far more peaceful life than going and questioning everything. But I'm the kind of guy who's like, I, I feel like we're surrounded by bullshit everywhere. And so it's hard to run into people like me who think the same way, who are willing to critically think and who are willing to struggle to find deeper meaning in life and truth. Generally, most people aren't interested in it. The cool thing about the Internet, it's allowed people who deviate from the norm to find their communities. And it's a great thing to find their people. And it takes that kind of person to start making and posting content online. And so (laughs) that's the beauty of the internet. Strangers can find you. Strangers who really resonate with your message, who like you as authentic as you are without holding back and will accept you in in a way that people in your life can never is a beautiful thing. And I think... By building these communities, we can help shape culture in a better way that I think is more conducive for humanity. That's the role I think software can help assist in, in helping people enter this space and become those voices for those who are personally inclined to do so. Now, maybe maybe it's a bad thesis on my part. Maybe generally anyone who's called to do this, who is meant to do this kind of stuff, will do it despite whatever exists, whatever barriers to entry there are. Which could very well be true. My thesis right now is, what if it were easier? Why, what if we can cut down the amount of work required to actually share content online? Good content online. And use software to do it. That's the beauty of computing. Like, it's supposed to automate tasks away. It's not, and I'm not talking about, like, AI-generated content, copywriting, all that stuff. Like, I think that's bullshit. It's just taking stuff people have already done with just the pure pure idea of growth without meaning and sharing a deeper message, which I don't think a computer could do. But I think computing does allow the elimination of a lot of boring tasks that have to be done when you go on this journey. And so that's what I'm building. And I started with distribution just because I didn't realize how big a deal or how hard the content creation, the actual creation part was. And it's a much harder problem to solve. The actual like making the content itself because even with this podcast right here right now I'm recording it in an audacity but I know the, the version you're listening to right now is not the first recording of it it's edited I literally cut out the silences I cut out the redundant statements I make the topics the noise I make the filler words that I use and then I add some Music to make it sound better and more increase the production quality of the thing And so you get a better listening experience, but that part is the exhaustive part. That's the part that takes the longest time It's actually (laughs) editing the thing. And so I didn't realize What a big deal it was when I started building the distribution part for the software So the first problem I'm tackling is distribution sharing it on a bunch of platforms small clips for promotion to let people know that this thing exists It's not enough to just make content. People won't come unless your stuff is good and they know about it. Very important that they know about it. And so that's where sharing it on social media is really important. Magic happens when your stuff is so good that people share it with each other. That's true virality. And that is bigger than any algorithm, swear to God, which is a hard place to get, but you need a lot of reps. You need a lot of practice. You need a lot of authenticity and willing to try To get to a point where you're good enough in making the content that is so true to you that it resonates and it it can go viral. And so till then, you just got to put shots on goal. You just got to put shots in the right direction, hoping that uh, eventually one of the things, some of the things that you make work. Now, some of the lessons I've learned from doing this stuff, I've been posting daily videos, almost daily videos, I call it, because I'm not perfect. Maybe once or twice a week, I don't actually get it but almost daily videos on for the TEF account. So the TEF socials, this is for this company accounts. And then also for the podcast I do with my brother, I've been doing it daily. Almost I've learned that most, most of the time when I post a video, it's not going to do well generally, but every now and then one video will just go crazy. One video will be, and then I can actually see it in the engagement metrics, Like you actually can't see which video did much better than all the other ones. And it's that one video that ends up growing the account. One, a handful of videos are the ones that do it. And so it's like when you go into this journey, you have to understand that most of the things that you share are not going to work. It's just not going to work, especially when you're starting. You don't have a large enough audience who resonate with the stuff that you're making for it to feed, have this feedback cycle of sharing to more and more people like that. It's just too small of a sample size based on your followers and the people who are engaging with your content. And so there's a critical amount, there's a critical level you have to reach an activation energy. It's a chemistry idea r- that explains that there's a certain energy level required for the, the rest of the rea- reaction to take place. If you think about social media and your your brand as this reaction that's waiting to happen, you need to provide the activation energy for the reaction to actually follow through. And so that activation energy is basically the hump you have to go over. What do you need for that to happen? You need to have content that's good, that resonates with people. You need to have good timing. You need a little bit of luck and chance for the right video to make it in front of the right people. And then Forth, maybe even some algorithmic hacking or at least understanding so you can edit your content in a way that can help the um the social platforms share your content with the right people and then also i think part of it is even avoiding making the mistakes that will keep you from success all these things have to be right and then eventually some point will reach where one thing takes off that makes everything else take off i literally see this in in the metrics one video on the TAF account is still still getting likes and follows one video all the other ones don't do that well All the other ones don't do that well but that one video it's i think about beginner mistakes i basically talk about all the mistakes i made as i was building this app it's the one video on instagram that still gets likes and shares weeks weeks after i've posted it all the other ones don't do that well but that one that one video is the one carrying the account and literally that one video is responsible for like most of the followers on instagram for that one account and the same thing's true for TikTok. There was another video that ended up doing well. For the podcast I do with my brother, same thing. It's only a handful of videos that actually grow the account. Most of the posts don't work, but you have to post all the time constantly to give it even a chance of one of those videos working. All this work that's put in without any feedback or success for most of the work that you do And then it's the small fraction of the work that you did that actually accounts for most of the success you'll see. But that work has to be done regardless. And so what if we can make that work easier? What if we can make it much simpler uh, to actually make this content and share this content so that you can maintain the habit of doing it again and again, knowing full well that most of the stuff you share is not going to work. And that's just the nature of this journey. It's taking a bunch of L's all the time. L's upon L's upon L's upon L's. That's what it is. And it takes a special kind of person to do that. Now, what if to get that every day again and again, that most of the stuff that you post are, it's just not going to work. But with the faith that one day, one thing, Or even a handful of things will be the thing that gives you some moderate success and maybe even parlay that into much much bigger things and i think software can help simplify that so that more people who maybe don't have the tenacity and stubbornness to do this can still enter this space and then give more people a chance to actually be more successful at this. Or at the very least, the people who already do this stuff, who are naturally suited, who are willing to make the sacrifices and go through the pain and struggle of doing this, we can give them some time back so that they can focus their effort on making stuff even better instead of spending all their time doing the basics of just posting every day and stuff like that. So that's the goal behind this because it's a problem I've had, and I want to help other people. Y Combinator calls this idea, or at least working in this space, tar pit ideas. And I understand why they say that, and they're right, for sure. A tar pit idea, meaning it's gonna get you stuck, it's gonna waste your time, it's not really even a good idea to work on, because there's no chance it can actually grow into a billion dollar company. And they're totally 100% right about it. Because the number of people who are actually interested in making content, and two, who are good enough, and three are willing to make the sacrifices and go through the pain and effort to do it is incredibly, incredibly small. It's incredibly small. And if you ain't built for this, you can't just turn average people into that. You can't. And so your market segments already incredibly small. And then also you have to think about what are you solving here? Like generally the best solutions and software to build are for people who have big problems, basically that that's lighting their hair on fire. They need that problem solved right now. It's, in huge demand. And content creation, it's hard to explain that. It's not even something people can register as a major problem. It's not even a problem in most people's lives because they haven't even thought about it. They like the idea of, hey, it would be cool if I had this following, blah, blah, blah. But if they understood the amount of effort and sacrifice that are required, most people wouldn't want this shit. Plus all the hate that you're going to get online too. Most people wouldn't want this shit. And it makes sense, totally makes sense that it's not for people. And so what I'm doing is building a tool for a very, very small subset of people but i think it's still worth building because it needs to exist it needs to exist not only to solve my problems but other people who face this problem too maybe this can parlay into other things maybe building a marketplace to help with like helping creators make a living off of this stuff that's a future idea i might talk on an- another episode but right now i'm just going to focus on building the tools for creators so that's what i'm doing and yeah why combinator is right it is a tarpid idea it absolutely is i don't recommend building software for this if you want to make money and you want to make it now and you want this to potentially be a billion dollar idea, this ain't it. This is not it. I'm telling you. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that for now, building this because I need this and it needs to exist. Eventually, I think I'm going to have to transition into other things. And I don't expect to directly make money from the software. But eventually, I I personally want to give this stuff away for free. I want to give it away for free. Not everything has to make money. I don't know it just seems like it reminds me from that scene from the dark knight where the joker's like all you care about is money he's talking to the gangster where he has that pile of money he's like all you care about is money and i feel like the world deserves a better class of creator and i'm gonna give it to them <laughs> like that's what i want to do i'm just like or a better class of businessman it's just like not everything has to be about money it doesn't if i can help people just even The reputation, I guess from a selfish point of view, you could think about giving stuff away for free and giving so much value to people for free can build that equity of name recognition and so that for whatever else I work on, that it'll be much easier. But really, I'm not even thinking about it that way. I'm thinking about, look, I've spent so much time editing stuff, so much time sharing stuff, and I literally built software to help me save some time. And the cool thing about software is it's basically reproducible at zero cost. Obviously there are costs to running a service like this, but literally I got a bill from, I use Firebase, Google's cloud service for this distribution, posting content distribution app. So basically posting the content on multiple platforms. And I've been doing sharing content for about three months now, and I haven't deleted any of the videos that I've uploaded there. And literally, they billed me 20 cents. 20 cents. This is for growing two media platforms. So there's probably hundreds of videos there, at least a couple hundred videos in the Firebase storage servers. And all I got billed was 20 cents. This shit is so cheap, guys. It's crazy. And I think that's one of the things people don't seem to understand about hardware these days how much cheaper it is that cloud services don't even make sense anymore, honestly. Even with cloud services, consider that. Consider that. Google's charging me 20 cents for gigs of information stored on their servers, right? That I've used and plus cloud services and stuff. But you know, there's a markup. They're not giving this shit for free. So even, let's assume their markup is, I don't know, Uh, Let's say 5x, okay? 5x markup. That means it costs Google probably four cents to host my data and share my stuff on the social platforms in the cloud functions that are running. Four cents over three months. Fucking wild, man. Wild. And I think this is, what if we could pass the savings and the time and the simplicity off to, to people? And that's why I think it could be free. That's why I think this app could be free. That's the thing. The cool thing about it is we can... Lower the barrier to entry into getting into the social media game and sharing content and making content online and building a brand. And then two, we can displace all the apps that currently do this right now. So we're talking some of the competitors in the space are Hootsuite, which I think suck. The app sucks. It's like I can't believe people still use that. And then like Buffer is a good one. Uh, Hype Fury, Loomly, Social Sprout, all these guys charge. On average, it's going to be between 20 and 30 bucks for this stuff to, to post content online, which all these social platforms already have a way to sh- like, obviously, if you want to post something on Twitter, you make a Twitter account. They're not going to charge you to post content on there. They let you do it for free. The idea that just because you're combining all these interfaces from all these social platforms into one thing that it's now worth $30 a month, is kind of crazy to me kind of crazy in fact i think it should still be free the data that you can collect when people use an app like that is far more valuable than whatever monthly subscription they're paying so it's just like this whole market needs disruption and i hope to do it at least with this one and then i start want to i want to start building after this one software to help with the editing part so the actual creation of the content itself and so i have some ideas about maybe could be final cut extensions or maybe even a web app that will automatically edit your videos not in like using ai or shit You're, there's obviously going to be input on the user the user has to give some input about and make editorial decisions but even the simple things like cutting out the silences of a video adding the j and l cuts to make it more seamless and then adding captions automatically those are basic things that got to be done all the time that can be automated they can be automated away And then after that, what if you could just drag clips and segments together? And then what if you could automatically add B roll and say, okay, this video is talking about real estate. And so it automatically imports videos of homes or interiors and stuff. And you could just drag and drop where you want the B roll to to show up. Then it simplifies video editing in such a simple way that anyone could get into this stuff and start making content. So a realtor can say, start a YouTube channel like that and no problem. They can actually share their insight and their experience and build a following that way. Or this could be applied to anything. But the idea that they need a one, have a computer that can handle video editing software so and then a graphics card to handle the video and then shoot the video themselves on some fucking 4K video camera, whatever, and then import the media into their computer, cut out the silences manually, and then figure out lighting and figure out color correction this whole thing does not need to be this complicated if you have things to say you should just be able to say it cut out the gaps add the j cuts put the captions throw in some b-roll post it on youtube should be that simple and now if you want to get more complicated than that then you can start getting into like video editing but generally i don't think that's necessary so the goal is to simplify it all simplify it all that's the purpose of this. Again, this is the Tap Podcast. I know it's another bunch of ramblings. I'm going to try to be more organized with this. I'm going to also experiment with recording video. I mentioned this on the last podcast, so I'm going to do this. If this is something you like, let me know. I'm going to be posting this this kind of content as this long form or even clips on the YouTube channel. And if you like this stuff, share it with a friend. This kind of stuff resonates with you. I'm just going to document my journey. My journey of building this social media or this software company to help creators and see where it goes. I literally have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. Like even when I'm building the software, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm literally just figuring it out as I go along and that's what I'm doing with this stuff too. And you get to see the journey and it would be really cool one day, maybe even a decade from now where I can look back on these things or anyone can look at this stuff and see how the come up actually happened. And that's really the whole purpose behind it the path and hopefully it's useful for you otherwise thank you for listening i appreciate it it's a new podcast i'll try to be more consistent on a weekly basis doing this kind of stuff and that's it thank you for listening bye